Welcome to The Broad Pod, just a couple of broads interviewing inspiring women. I'm Becca. And I'm Jackie. Let's get inspired together. Don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a special surprise for our guest. And thank you to WKWC for allowing us to use their podcast studio. So, <laughs> have you noticed anything different about my eyebrows? Um, they look beautiful. No, they, <laughs> no. they look dark as all get out. Do you oh. not notice that? I mean, I think the blonde hair, dark eyebrow look is like a thing, isn't it? I was told that that was a thing. thing. Okay, so there, I have the woman who used to wax my eyebrows when Mm. I came to Owensboro. She actually passed away a couple years ago. It was Sandy who worked at Pro Nails. Oh, yes. Yes. She was the only person in Owensboro I trusted with my eyebrows. And then she passed away. She was wonderful. And so my eyebrows since then have just been living their best little caterpillar life. The caterpillar look is in now. Yeah. I I don't know. For sure. But there's a new girl in town that like has a waxing business and she's a friend of a friend. So I went to her last night and I just thought I was getting my eyebrows waxed. And then at the last minute, she thought I had signed up for an eyebrow tinting. So she like dyed my eyebrows. You look amazing. I don't know. Honestly, like, you looked in the mirror this morning. And, I didn't oh, yeah. okay. Maybe it's it just me. And she told me that. She was it's like, it's going to feel like it's really dark. Because I looked in the mirror this morning, like, you know, like, uh, like woke up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, who is that man? So anyway, it was like, but nobody said anything at Listen, work today. So I'm like, they're either afraid to say something to me. Absolutely not. Or they I just, promise you they don't notice matches. it. No. It matches. I okay. promise you I overplugged that nobody is. still suffering from that. You overplucked in middle school? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't pluck in middle school. I should have. The thin ones are are in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the thin ones are coming back in. Well, I'm set. I I, I like a thin (laughs) eyebrow. I don't, you know, these these kids these days are like combing them up. The gel. Laminating them or something. Yeah. Anyway. All right. The world is happening. Really important stuff. Life-changing things that we're talking about here (laughs) on the Broad Pod. Okay, so I think it was... Brooks, Brooke Arnold, right? Yeah. That we talked about you. Yes. And I called her a graceful badass. It's I my think, favorite. Right? Like, is yeah. that available on Instagram? Yeah. I, I, and it I said I didn't me. want to meet you in an alley. And I still stand by those things oh, yeah, that I, no, I'd, I'd be afraid of. <laughs> Listen, I'm one of those people. I can get along with anybody. But if I, you're on my list, uh-huh. you go know it. Yeah, I see your workout. And there's a reason for it. Uh-huh. I love that you did so, the natural bleep. <laughs> I did not even need a no censoring I'm needed. Classy. You are great. You are classy. Um, and and that no. is Lauren Shelton. It's an hey. What's that? <laughs> oh yeah, introducing. Yes, hey, introducing. Lauren Shelton. The graceful do badass. Do you yes. have an intro music? Uh, uh, yes, we do. I don't know. It would have already happened though. <laughs> Those workouts are good therapy. It's good aggression release. <laughs> All right. So tell us about you. Just briefly. Yeah. Who is Lauren? Like, who, <laughs> y'all talking about not getting deep. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Right uh, I left that one blank. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start. Just I'm a nurse practitioner. From, you, oh, know, okay. you know, so, where did you go to school? This is a fun little story. So I was okay. listening to Brooks last uh-huh. week. Okay. And when I met Brooke for the first time, we were talking. And somehow it came about that we were both from Louisville. I was born in Louisville. And we like kind of got to talking. So one of the guys that she was friends with was my brother's best friend when we lived there. Oh, isn't that wild? Such that a small world. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So I was born in Louisville. We moved when I was six to Utica. Um, my dad worked in the banking industry and um, was the president of the bank in McLean County. Oh. Didn't want us to live in McLean County. <laughs> okay. He's like, now these kids are going to go to Davis County schools. So we lived in Utica. And um, I went to Western for school after yeah. I graduated from Apollo. 
always an Eagle family hashtag. Yes. <laughs> and nursing school was not my original plan. Okay. In fact, it was last resort oh. in my brain. <laughs> Mom was a nurse. And I'm like, everybody's doing nursing. So I did pre-vet. Well, turns out that oh. was not for me. But that's how I ended up meeting my husband. So hey, there was a plan in all that. Also said I'd never go back to nurse practitioner school. Didn't want to work an office job. Here I am. <laughs> so where are you a nurse? I didn't know that you were a nurse practitioner. This yeah. is like brand new. So I work with the hospital in the OBGYN group. <gasps> yeah. I did MFM for a while, That's maternal fetal me. medicine. Now I'm back mostly in OBGYN and I feel in over there sometimes. So I bet you see some stuff. It's an interesting world. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. We're going to be real careful what we talk about today. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. So kiddos i got lots of them you do your heart is full it's they're the best little turds (laughs) i have a set of triplets that turned nine this summer amazing sometimes i'm like man like all three of you guys were here for a little while like i'm pointing to my abdomen um (laughs) and then harv who just turned four my goodness little nuggets the good lord knew we needed that baby Oh He's God. brought so much joy in some yeah. of the hardest times. Like, oh, really? We, Kyle and I still just look at him like Aww. just enamored <laughs> with that child, even though he's a little turd too <laughs> these days. Aren't they but, all? Yeah. So we get a house full of hoodlums and yeah. they're amazing and it's hard and it's wild and it's crazy and I wouldn't trade a thing. Yeah. I just can't imagine that. having three at once. I cannot even. I like, can barely handle one, one baby, like, let alone three. Just, we knew trans, twins was a possibility because okay. like I, well, so talking with Brooke and we're talking about all like journey to motherhood. Ours mm-hmm. was not terribly difficult, but it was kind of long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did Clomid okay, um, yep. after a year of nothing. nothing. Um, and I knew twins was increased risk with Clomid. Yeah. Never did I imagine. So I was like, good Lord, if you're going to give me tri- twins, mm-hmm. give them to me first. And I always joke that he did me one better. <laughs> he said, I'll show True. you. Know, yeah. You don't want to experience like the one kid that's like, easy ish right. you know what I mean yeah I'm putting quotes up and then then have twins and be like holy cow like it's you doubled. want it first yeah. and you want to not know any different boom right out the gate done. there you go instant I hear you Dr. Mason always he's our pediatrician used to joke like I love him I know he's like you go from one to two and it's really hard and then you go from two to three and it's like oh he's like y'all just like came out swinging <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad go big, go said, big. I'm glad you said that going to two to three because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I can do that. I, I can't give you any advice two, on that. Two's good I don't for know me. the difference. For now, we're just going to yeah. stick with two. Dr. Mason's uh, wonderful. Sorry. I just yeah, wanted to like, please, just take please. a moment because he's the one please. we were, we were like, we don't know if we're ever going to sleep again. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what you got to do is you got to put him in the crib, shut the door, and be out. gangster and walk down the hallway. And I <laughs> yeah. was like, you did he tell you to turn the monitor off too? <laughs> yes. Yes. That changed our life. <laughs> he was like, just yeah. get gangster. And I was like, I know exactly what that means. Thank yeah. you, sir. <laughs> we never, we never looked back. We never looked back. I was like, thank you, Dr. Mason. He said, if they need you, you'll know it. Yep. Okay. Turn the monitor off. He said, a crying baby is not going to hurt itself, but a, a sleep-deprived parent could hurt them. And I was yes. like, yes, gangster. Yes, yes sir. Yes. Yes. Sleep yes. does everything. <laughs> yes. Okay, so icebreakers, you start. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So the first icebreaker question, I feel like I'm hosting a game show, is <laughs> uh, what has been one of the most influential films to you and why? 
I don't watch influential films. <laughs> That's well, good. no, but That's, I mean, bring it, it on. I with don't an watch deep movies. Movie, so. <laughs> like, I, had to, I honestly had no. I don't know because I don't watch deep movies because I'm like one of those people. Deep. 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 I feel it. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Then? What's your favorite? Beauty and the Beast. That's yes. How is that influential? Wait, the cartoon or the live action movie? Please. Oh yeah. Who's the cartoon? Okay, thank you. I mean, I like. I'm down with that. It is influential, especially to a kid. Like, I mean, learning. That it's not what's on the outside, like you know, you got Gaston over here, She's and you got really the beauty, this far. you know, the beast. That he your has a, he has cupboard can stuff. talk. She yeah. she yeah. saved him. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> saved him. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what's wait, happening. Wait, wait, I think that was Lumiere. Lumiere. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha ha. Anyway, I'd I mean, break out in show tunes, but I can't sing. That's so good. Um, that's a good movie. Yeah, no, that's my favorite movie. I wrote down Steel Magnolias with a question mark. There's no question mark after Steel Magnolias. Because it's like the, the, (laughs) I was raised by Eastern Kentucky women, Mm -hmm. um, by Southern women. And so like that, that sense of like community with the women in your life and like then you throw in Weezer oh and she's God. like I don't know why I do what I gotta do like we're supposed to get old and grow tomatoes and do all these things so I'm just doing it the scene <laughs> so my husband had never watched it I know that oh. I made, anytime it's on TV like I'm watching oh, it absolutely and the other day I made him watch it in the scene in the in the cemetery where Sally you know Sally Fields is having her moment and mm-hmm. I'm just like you know, you're like crying <laughs> I don't know how a person couldn't cry watching that and then when what's her name pulls over she's like here Hit her, hit Weeza, and I was yeah, like, "This is like this. one of my favorite film moments ever." So, yes. but like, you get it, right? Absolutely. See, Steel Magnolias. Do not Half put a question mark after it. Give their it's a freaking period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drink the juice, Shelby. Drink the juice. Drink oh my god, juice. <laughs> I love it. Um, All right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't get. Did I you? don't get heavy and deep with movies. Well, it doesn't have it to be heavy and deep. me too much. It doesn't have to be heavy. No. And deep. I think it's great. give me some mindless awesome. entertainment, please. Hey, yeah. amen. I Real love. Housewives. I love that brainless television. <laughs> yes, please. Type. Okay, so if you could be a member of any fictional oh. family, which would it be and why? <laughs> What's so oh, funny? Oh no, <laughs> her face tells me it's gonna be good. <laughs> Can I tell y'all I googled fictional families too? <laughs> Like I did too. I did too. So glad I had some prep time for this. Okay, y'all, y'all really want to know? We really want to know. Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh my gosh. Concrete. The pond. original one. Yeah. Like the wild, crazy, doesn't give a crap what anybody thinks about her. She can cook. She can come up with whatever her concoctions need so to that's be. Your, that's your family. Okay, Toting a rifle cool. and rich. Like on the back of, yeah. I mean, if I'm being really honest. That's, I love that. Rich Although with a rifle. That's I just... wouldn't want to live in Beverly Hills. Oh. That would be, I would no, like move you. back home to the, to be her, to the to farm her. or whatever. Okay, I mean, she's living the dream. Yes. She's got her family with her. I love it. Tell me she's not. <laughs> you are hilarious. I'm dead right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask the last question because I have no idea what you're going to say and I'm here for it. If you could only listen to one song on repeat uh, for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Okay. Well, here was one of my qualifications is it had to have a beat. Okay. okay. Like yeah. it cannot be one of these slow songs. Uh-huh. If okay. I'm going to get one song for the rest of my life. You want to shake that? No. Oh my god, Becky! No, uh, no, it wouldn't be that. I'd be like, oh. I know. Get okay. Not while. again. This one was harder for me because I do love music. Uh-huh. I just there's so many songs that. Okay, so I said I don't get deep, but music I do. Yeah, yeah. that's just like cathartic, I guess mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. for me. Um, I do love me some Tasha Layton. Look what you've done. Mm-hmm. Can't dance to that. Uh, you gotta, I, I think I narrowed it down to Fix My Eyes by King and Country. Okay. Nice. Hang on. Okay. Have you heard? Right. Um, oh, I don't 
know if I have or not. Because I'm but like, she's okay. about to break it out. And it's I'm got a little this. beat. Okay. Ooh, so I'm I think ready like for you, it. I think you could break it down. No, I wasn't going to play my it. Eyes. Oh, yeah. oh. Are you going to read some lyrics it? for but us? It's, well, yeah, it's like kind of, it's meaningful. And all right, here's my thing. So I'm just a hot mess and I'm all over the place and I am a control freak. And no. you know, that doesn't always work well with when you go through stuff in life. Like mm-hmm. I get angry or I get bitter or I get whatever. I'm like, oh, can I fix this? Um... So this song, A, it's like upbeat and fast-paced, and those guys know how to jam. But the chorus is, it's the premise of hit rewind, click delete, stand face-to-face with the younger me. All the mistakes, all the heartbreak, here's what I'd do differently. I'd love like I'm not scared, give when it's not fair, live life for another, I'm going to cry. Take time for a brother, fight for the weak ones, speak out for freedom, find faith in the battle, stand tall, but above it all, fix my eyes on you. Love it. Preach. Oh, yeah, that's good. So, like, I feel like if I'm going to have one song for the rest of my life, it needs to be that. Good that music, one's... good tunes. Um, and something that, like, just brings me back where I need to be. You know? I love that. Yes. But there's, like, I really little... thought you were going to say Baby Got Back. I that did say a... Baby Got Back. I know. But that was, like, second place. <laughs> no, but that's a really good answer. I'm Now I'm going to have to put that song we're gonna on my, to, on we're my gonna playlist. We're going to have to jam to that song. It has yeah. a good message. Meaningful message. I really I love, love Alicia Keys' Girls on, Girl on Fire, too. Oh, that yes. is a good I can one. rock out to I that I love song. to pretend that I can sing like her, but I cannot even close. That's what it is. That's what it is. Me, too. All right, so you work in women's health. I do. Tell us a little bit or a lot of bit about what you do. I don't think you want to know a lot. Um, So I started out as an RN um, in ICU. Again, something I said I would never do. Sensing a theme with my life. Um, And then, but I always knew, even in nursing school, I wanted to work in labor and delivery. So I'll never forget, I was a working night shift. I loved, don't get me wrong, I loved ICU. I worked with some unreal amazing nurses um but I just knew labor and delivery was it for me so I was addressing wedding invitations friends playing on the tv at like 2 a.m because I was night shift and I just was like I was bawling because I just wasn't happy with it Mm -hmm. and so I opened my computer and I looked up and there were four labor and delivery positions open it was supposed to happen. Spent majority of my nursing career there. That's still the longest place I've been. Almost eight years. And, gosh, it's just the best. It's also sometimes the worst. Yeah. Well, what makes it the worst? But, like, I mean. Uh, loss. What's the hardest? Yeah. 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 How do you navigate that? Like, how do you, I guess my Gently question is, like. With lots of love. Yeah. Navigate yeah. that with the person. But then how do you, um, as, like, the medical professional, obviously it affects you, too. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you separate that? Mm. I don't know that you can. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I do this and this and this to kind of keep things separate. Like, I just don't think you can. Yeah. Because even just sitting here now, I have images in my brain and, and memories of families in their darkest places. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, trying to love them through that and just be there, but also, like, not be stupid Lauren and say the wrong thing, you know. So, um as hard as that always was, I really was also humbled to have the opportunity to care for somebody in that yeah. situation um, and try to just provide some kind of comfort. Well, I'm just thinking, like, you're the kind of person that I would want in them. Like, just oh, the fact that you acknowledge. No, I mean, just the fact that like, not, not everybody is, like, empathetic and would acknowledge that you just need to love somebody through it. And so mm-hmm. that's the kind of person that you need in that, yeah. in that position. Yes. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. There's some really amazing nurses in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are. But also, man, some fun deliveries, too. 
<laughs> so, I mean, you, you like know, it's a like fun you delivery. guys probably remember <laughs> the moment you held your baby for the first time, like who was around you yeah. or, you know, who helped you navigate that. So somebody in some way, shape or form plays an important role in you starting or growing your family. Mm-hmm. And just to maybe have a little piece in that for some families is, is really cool. Yeah. I will say the the labor and delivery nurses in Florida, we adopted, and the way they treated me was like, I've never, like, I was so afraid it was going to be awkward, and I wasn't going to feel included, and it was going to be, and they, it was like, I don't know, they were wonderful. I got the warm fuzzies just now. Please tell me they called you mom. Oh, yes, the whole time, and like. And they, but then they also treated his birth mother with yes. like such respect. Yeah, love too. Absolutely, like it was, they were so That's good. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that is so yeah. Good. yeah. The labor and delivery nurses here are just oh my goodness, amazing. Bomb.com. Oh yeah, I, that's the only reason that I maybe want to have another kid is so I can go back <laughs> there and hang out with the nurses. Call me girl. <laughs> I got experience you. Experience all the support again. It's pretty wonderful. <laughs> so we heard about most difficult part about what you do but what is one you actually also said the most rewarding too but is there other things that you find really rewarding about what you do on a daily basis well I'm not there anymore okay Um, yes yes that's right tell us about nurse practitioner since 2016 it's been a little while oh man (laughs) it's a long time okay uh not really that long though um so work in a women's health setting um providing I did some primary care for a while. It's not really my jam. I really like the, just like the focused women's health aspect of it. Um, I really love getting to do my best to pour into young people. Yeah. To like really instill in some um, of, of the young ladies in our community and surrounding communities, like who maybe haven't had anybody pour into them, Mm -hmm. their worth and their value and um, how to prioritize themselves and protect themselves and take care of themselves and just, even if it's, you know, you, y'all know, you got to be careful what you say in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to like, like, hey, you're worth prioritizing. And if somebody else is not down with that, then peace yeah. out. Like just to empower them or to, to, you know, there's been some situations in the office too where people are going through really hard times. And just to be able to be there, um, it just makes me feel like I'm serving. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, I, I have always battled, like, what, where am I going to serve? What am I doing? What am I doing? And it was presented to me a long time ago, but it's still something I hold close. It's like, you just serve where you are. Amen. You know, yes. you don't have to be doing anything like gigantic or yes. anything that's going to be written up in the history books, but just serving where you are. Because yes. there's plenty of people that need a year, too. <laughs> yes. I think that's it. <clears throat> okay, so... Yeah. Now, where you are now, what is the most difficult thing that you mm. find about your current job as a nurse practitioner? Women's um, saying this very carefully, <laughs> I think when you when you come across kind of the opposite of what I just mentioned, and mm-hmm. when you find young women or, or girls who have um, like a disbelief in themselves or they have been through some really hard things and it's affecting their decision making yes um or you know abusive situations yes um like those just those things that you just can't fix in an office visit yeah mm-hmm. that's hard that is it's hard knowing you're sending somebody out the door in a rough in a rough patch and knowing you can't go with them and, and fix it for them i'm a fixer in case you haven't <laughs> you said you're a control freak fixer and a control freak and i can't do that um but it sounds like you're doing exactly what it's they a chaotic need. world. Yeah. 
Sounds like you're doing what they need, though, pouring into them and showing them love. I'm trying. Yeah, you are. You are. You're just trying. I think you're probably succeeding. I oh, think you are too. too Very impactful. <laughs> y'all listen. Now, I just when y'all were talking about me with Brooke, I was like, <laughs> like I had a moment. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Is provide moments. moments. I love it. <laughs> moments with Becca and Jackie. Oh that's our, boy, that's that I don't know new? what's happening. I've had a lot of Sonic lemonade. It's no longer I'm the broad sure. right. <laughs> Is that a, like a cherry lemonade? No, it's a strawberry lemonade. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I'm very that fancy. <laughs> strawberry, um, strawberry limeades are. Yes. Okay. All, right. all right. So I did not know that you were a nurse practitioner. I did oh. not know that. Uh, the only thing that I knew about you was after we met at the silent disco. Oh man, that's somehow, such a good time. <laughs> I ended up following you on Instagram and then finding farmhouse handmade. Yeah. So I thought that was like your your my your, thing. Your thing. It's one of my Which things. It is one of your things. <laughs> so um, tell us about that and like okay. how that even happened. How it happened is hilarious. So okay. COVID world, 2020, uh, you know, Megan. Mm, okay. Yeah, so my friend Megan and I we went to high school together and we were friends, but like not like super close. We had some overlapping, um, like friend circles. Um, she went to UK for a while and then came to Western and we were roommates. So, uh, I actually introduced her to her husband and <laughs> I turned around, um, and you know, life kind of. I was not in a good relationship at that time. And so we ended up kind of like going separate ways for a while. Totally my fault. I was angry and bitter. Um, and we kind of reconnected because our kids are in school and we both are now living in Indiana. Um, and so do y'all, do y'all remember uh, the app Marco Polo? Did either uh-huh. of you it all use that? It sounds super familiar. Yeah. But I'm told it's the old folks Snapchat. Oh. It's like a video was texting it? is basically all it okay. is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we were, we would Marco Polo back and forth and. She messaged me one day and she's like, oh yeah, Ben and I got um, a plasma table, like cuts metal and all the things. She's like, I always thought it would be cool to like do homemade candles. I'm like, well, that's funny. I always thought it would be cool to make homemade soap. And she's like, well, we should do it. And I was like, okay. Literally on my lunch break at work in my <laughs> office. And like a week later, she's like, hey, I got our tax ID number. Oh, oh hello. Wow. We're doing this. <laughs> so we did. She learned how to make candles. I learned how to make soap. And it just kind of like parlayed from there. Uh, into like a fun little mom gig. That's awesome. That's we awesome. did some videos for a while that kind of fell by the wayside this spring and then um, still cranking out candles and soap and I loved the, having um, a good time. Awesome. The Hocus Pocus soap y'all did. Yes. Do you know? Is that coming back this year? The hand cramps. Oh, I can <laughs> only imagine. <laughs> that came from that. Like I'm still like, so is that, is that a no? It's not coming <laughs> it's back not this coming year. Back, babe. Oh, man, I missed my shot. Maybe okay. one day, but like you have to pipe it. Like, you know, people pipe gigs and all this yeah. stuff. You have to pipe soap and it's thick and it's like, oh, I can only oh, imagine. Yeah. So doing like rows and rows in different colors. It's, it was kind of stressful. It was beautiful though. I was really proud yeah, of it. Yeah, it was really neat. I should have done it with again. Their hair, yeah. Especially with Hocus Pocus coming back out. Can you believe it? A Ooh. two? That's another impactful film. <laughs> <laughs> Thackeray, Thackeray Beaks. I know. It is. Come with us. But have you seen the, the advertisements for it where like one of them's on a Roomba? A Roomba, two Roombas. And the other's on like a Swiffer. Yes. yes. Like they've modernized. They've with their, it's so good. A Roomba. Yeah, she's I got two off. Roombas. Like she's like a... Hover Borden. Yes, basically. Yes. Yeah. Stop. I haven't seen that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Farmhouse Handmade is like awesome. You'll have to check it out. Um, they have sold some of my jewelry there, which I'm so thankful yeah, we do. for. And yeah. We love our awesome. I have something for awesome them to sell of mine soon. For sure. All right. So 
I should have brought you a gift. I said, I'll have something, they'll have something of mine to sell soon. I don't know what that will be. Hmm. Just autographed photos, probably, yes. with my eyebrows. <laughs> I'm <be> selling out <laughs> the eyebrows. <laughs> I'm going to start selling my own eyebrow wax and tint. Is what I'm do. And tint. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. So, how do you balance? This is always a laughable question, yeah. but how or survive, ha ha, um, being a wife, mom, medical professional, and small business owner? I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. We love the honesty. There just isn't. Like, I I think I made a post a long time ago when I was trying to do beach body stuff was, you know, how do you balance it all? You don't. Yeah. How do you, how do you keep it all together? I don't. (laughs) There is no such thing. It does. The limit does not exist. Okay. (laughs) I, does anybody care? Yeah. All right. Uh, So balance for me is a fluid concept. Yeah. Sometimes you're balancing a couple things and you let something else kind of fall by the wayside and then mm-hmm. it shifts. Like, so balance does not always mean all equal all the time or right. everything's put together or whatever. Sometimes your attention has to go to one place just to kind of stay afloat and keep from losing your sanity. Um, and, and this is where I'm super thankful, A, for my husband, B, for uh, Megan as a business partner because they both put up with my crazy and <laughs> chaos, but especially Megan who... When we started this business, it was a very clear understanding. If this ever doesn't work for either of us, we bow out and we don't have hard feelings. And, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's okay. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, we have hardworking husbands who, you know, this isn't our primary income. Right. Um, So it, uh, we just, we really just got to love on it and have fun with it. Um, And, you know, Kyle just looks at me and shrugs his shoulders and says, okay, whatever, <laughs> because there's always something crazy happening. Um, and he, uh, you know, I, you hear a lot of women talk about their husbands and he's babysitting or he's got the kids or he's complaining or blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I got nothing to say. Cause you if, have a partner. Because yes. I have a partner. Yeah. Yes. yes. Isn't it so, like when you hear other women talk about their husbands like that i'm always like it oh my breaks God. my heart I know. I know i'm like i can't i can't identify it's, yeah no. it's a bummer we are, we are lucky ladies Absolutely. but it's sad Very. that that's lucky that the happy it is. Do you know what i mean that's that to have like, like a yeah. good yeah. partner is, is yeah lucky, the except is the yeah. rare yeah yes. absolutely but, you know i also have had lots a ton of wonderful people who just encourage and and keep me moving but i also only work two days a week <laughs> good for you uh, i went down to prn so work two days a week and that's, that's awesome been fantastic that's amazing it was hard to do yeah it was a lot of like I feel like I, I'm a perfectionist also and I feel like I should and I feel like I should keep up and I feel like I should be on top of everything so for me to say I don't keep up is like oh, kind of freeing you know yeah Good for you yeah sometimes you gotta you gotta say no no is like the most powerful thing ever you know and one of the most difficult things to say though <laughs> yes you know? to have that boundary <laughs> to be able to say like yeah. um I think I need to step back for a minute. Yeah. All right. So one thing I admire about you is your faith. And I know you've endured very heavy losses in your life and you've always shown like such great strength through it. Seriously, you have. Um, I'm sure you don't always feel that. But I never I, feel that see, way. We see it. We see it. <laughs> we see your strength. So tell us about how your faith has played a role and has an impact in your life. Um, so my faith, um, thankfully comes from faithful family and and parents who held tight to their belief and not just held tight to it, but let it guide them in how they treated people. Um, and gosh, even to this day, like I, I hear stories about one or both of my parents and I'm just like, man, that's awesome. 
But I'll never forget when, thankfully I've had a lot of caffeine because usually if I'm hyped up on caffeine, I don't cry. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Boy, you just be you. <laughs> so uh, I'll never forget my dad telling me after he decided to stop treatment for cancer. Like, I know I'm going to be okay. I just want you guys to be taking care of me. And he had that, just that trust and that hope that he knew he was going to be all right. His concern was for us, you know. And um, and mom, too, she grieved my dad till the day she died like it was yesterday that she mm-hmm. lost him. And I didn't understand it um, for the longest time. I, and I still don't. I won't. I won't pretend to know what, what a woman who has lost her husband has going through. But. I watched her go through it and knowing like the depth of my obsession and love with my husband, like, well, dang, no wonder, you know, Mm -hmm. but even in the midst of that, she knew where her ultimate hope was and she knew that dad had his faith and she had her faith and it was all going to be okay in the end, even if it sucks right now, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I kind of parlaying, this isn't quite on that topic, but you know, I was saved and baptized at Panther Creek. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't even know when. I don't know how old I was. I yeah. don't it was in middle school, I'm assuming, maybe older elementary school. And for the longest time I was like, I just you know, you'd hear people give testimonies and I'm like, I just don't have one. And my testimony was not some like big one eighty or, or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, I made a lot of bad choices in college. <laughs> but my testimony has been the faithfulness and the promise keeping God that we serve. Like in these really hard, dark times of loss and chaos and like, why, why do things keep happening? Why does this crap have to happen? Mm -hmm. There's always been somebody that he provided or something that he provided people to just step in and, and, and be there not to replace people, but to, to guide us or to get us through. And I'm not saying that right. Like it's not coming out. Like, yeah, no, I get you. It's like a place keeper, you know, Um, just, and I've I've read some of mom's journals. Um, she did a lot of prayer journals. She did a lot of sermon notes. Um, and one bitch are kind of hard to read when you're the daughter that had a big attitude. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yes. We were but, probably all that daughter. But she so, still oh yeah. hung on to her faith, and so seeing it role modeled mm-hmm. is is what. And let me just just back up for a second. I have zero strength. Well. The good Lord gives it to me. Amen. Like I, I am borrowing from other people's strength or yes. I am borrowing from his strength. Um, assuming that one day I'll be able to return the favor. Well, but see, that's mm-hmm. strength within itself, though, to be able to, like, accept the help from other people. Yeah. That's a hard that lesson is, to learn, that too. Is mm-hmm. So you yeah. are showing it. But I think we're all a little insecure and I think we're all a little bit hard on ourselves and mm-hmm. internalizing those things and being harder on ourselves than we should be. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, you know, I just go back to I know how the story ends. You know who you are and whose you are. Who's hey, you are. Yes. like some like Maya Angelou action right there. I liked it. Oh, who it's you are and whose you are. Yeah. yeah, I'm just here. I'm like the narrator Sultry. in the background. <laughs> I love it. Coming soon. It's the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, it is the eyebrows. <laughs> oh my gosh, the eyebrows. Okay, so. What are some other things that you're involved in and enjoy doing? And I specifically want to hear about, don't you have some animals that you tend to or some, can we hear about that? About the chicken? Yes. Yeah. Um, so. And other things. So I don't know about any of this. So I'm like, I animals? I'm going to, this is where like one of those insecurity things, those like hard on yourself things. So like, I mean, like, 
I don't serve on any boards. I'm not really involved oh, in no. any. We're, like, we're other not thing. in that season of life right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're you know, so, you know, I'm we're so not, glad we're you not, said we're that. Not, we're not, you know, so it's like, don't, I don't think I ever want to serve on a board, by the yeah. way. So don't yeah. ask me, but like. <laughs> I love it. Just, you know, like the like, season's never for coming, no, never actually, ask. for Lauren. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, like, volunteering yeah. with CASA or, or doing something along those lines. Like, one day I'll get there. I, Good Lord willing. But uh, we, as if we didn't have enough going on between work and jobs and, and business ownership yes. and kids and chaos. Kyle, um, it, he just loves the farm life and cattle, and that's always been a thing since we started dating. And his dream has always been to parlay that into like business and, and making money. Um, in addition to raising our kids on the farm. So we, um, we coined our farm name as us as a family, his family farm that he grew up on was Fairview farms. Um, but we're six S cattle company. Love it. Do you get it? Cause there's six, six of you and six Shelton's. Yes. Oh. But what does it sound like if you say it fast? Don't six, say it too fast. Success. Love it. Not, Precious. Aren't Love we cute? It. Okay. So cute. So uh, we really have success. Good. I know. Sometimes if you say it wrong, it doesn't sound appropriate. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, so Don't it may not have been the best, best name. Baker. My husband was SGA president here at Kentucky Wesleyan and had to do a speech when he was in college and he accidentally said six X like on the stage. And so yeah. he still haunts him. So yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to be very careful from now on. So we are, we're doing that. We um, raise and sell our own beef. Wow. Um, so the kids are getting ready to get into 4-H and all the things. Like, listen, Sarah Johnson and Jerry Johnson, if they could see me now, they'd be like, look at you, farm girl. <laughs> Born and raised in Louisville and living the chicken life. Um, so, yeah, we have chickens. That was a goal of mine this year was to get chickens. I don't know why. I was always fascinated. That would be really cool, and it has been. I have an irrational fear of chickens. Okay, listen. We <laughs> they chased me We had to call the rooster because he attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye, dude. Peace yeah. out. I don't feel bad about it. Sorry, yeah. animal lovers. But <laughs> you attack me and you attack my kids? Kids, yeah. Kids first. How ah. do you, like, not get attached to the cows? Because, like, I just think cows Some are so we sweet. Do. <laughs> I'm way more attached to steak and cheeseburgers. Okay. Yeah. I support this. Um, there are some, like, so they're 4-H calves. This year is the first year of it, but I'm sure there'll be more like pets. I don't know that we'll eat them. Okay. Yeah. Also, Kyle does, like, uh, 99.999% of the work at the farm. Okay, so like I'll just go put cows in every now and then. There's okay. some fun adventures putting cows back in. Oh, I can. I filmed it. it one time in the woods. We need to see that. Oh my gosh, it's a mess. We need to I send it to Kyle, and he's like, weird. <laughs> um, so we got the farm. We've got chickens. Oh, you'll have to come visit the chickens. Farm fresh Warm eggs. up to them. I should have brought you some eggs. <laughs> They chased me. My aunt had chickens as a kid, and like they would chase us. She's strong. And I was just like a wuss anyway. They just like, wanted it is what it is. They just wanted love. Yeah, my legs were going to be there. <laughs> Chicken legs. But I do want to come pet the cows. Okay. And tell them that I'm sorry. I will eat them. Later. I'm sorry. You tasty, <laughs> tasty little soft ears. <laughs> Listen, oh the show gosh. calves are fluffy too. I want, yeah, I want to see. It's the show a whole calves. world. It's a whole world that y'all don't know about. Well, or you might know about it, but we I want like to know. I didn't know about it. Cows and pigs yeah. growing up. Y'all yeah. had a very different yeah. life than we I did on the military basis. I didn't realize what happened to them. Did they end up on your breakfast plate? They ended up on the plate. Oh, Wilbur. I did not know. <laughs> Wilbur. Man, this bacon's no, We good. called our pigs Daryl. All of them. All of them were Daryl. That's Darryl, how they Darryl, 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 knowing Darryl, Darryl. I mean, it was on your it. plate. And Millie and Vanilli were two of our Oh, own that's cows. a good one. Those are our Lean cows. on the rain. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're like super serious. I know we are. So obviously, you are very inspiring, whether you realize it or not. So, mm-hmm. who are some women in your life who have inspired you? 
Okay. Dagon Brooke went and said my name last week. <laughs> uh-huh. So I feel like I need to say her name. Brooke, you inspire me. She really does. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first person that pops in my head is my mom. Yeah. Um, and I call it cliche, call it what it is. But I, that woman went through it in her lifetime and just went through it as gracefully as one could. Um, you know, from a very young age, she was caring for her family and losing them, you know, caring for them in, in sickness. She was a nurse, um, not just by career, but it was just who she was. She mm-hmm. just cared for people. And I just, she cared for her mom. She cared for her aunt. She cared for her dad and she cared for my dad. And, um, that's, that was just who she was. She gave so much of herself and, and I saw the other side of it too. I saw her weaknesses. That's, um, just part of being human. Um, but she never stops loving people. And she, yeah, number so. one, um, you all may know the fabulous Ginger Smith. So Ginger, we, that's, we got involved in neighborhood networks at church and we were, um, in their group. That woman finally helped me reckon with like Christian women do not have to be quiet and reserved. Like we can be loud and sassy and have an attitude yes. and not. <laughs> be daggone ashamed of it mm-hmm. and you know because you you like look at your pastors and your pastor's wives and I grew up in a small southern Baptist church and it was all not to say it was like bad but I was like oh, I don't really act anything like these people mm-hmm. I am a little bit hot mess um and not that she is but she is just boldly who she is yes and does not feel like she needs to meet anybody else's expectation and I just that was freeing for me yeah. Just to be in group with her and just watch her interact with people in such a transparent but gentle but like hey kind of smack you in the face kind of way like mm-hmm. well Russ led it. a thing at church sorry yeah. I had like a moment there where I was like Russ Ginger but Russ led a, a a special class at church probably like two years ago about like racial reconciliation mm-hmm. um like biblical and uh, she was in there and yeah they are just like oh. They're not who you expect people in those positions to be. And I don't real. mean that in a bad way, but they're no, just yeah. like no, they're real, real and genuine people. Yeah. They Relatable. Underst- yes. Sorry, I'm such um, a bad interrupter. And so, no, yeah, they were my kind of people. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Sure. And their yeah. kids love, have loved on our kids. Like I just, I just think the world of Ginger. Um, and then somebody who I don't know and probably will never meet, Lisa Turkis, Turquist, Turquist. Mm-hmm. I know that She's an author. author. She's Proverbs Thirty One Ministries. I don't know. That woman's been through it too. Like been through it, been through it. Like in the middle of trying to reconcile with her husband after he had an affair. Like she's this Proverbs 31 woman and has all these books and devotions. And then this hits. She got diagnosed with breast cancer right in the middle of that. Like in in a whole host of other things. But like I've been reading through some of her devotions and I just feel like they're all written for Lauren Shelton. Mm. And it's like, so just a woman who's been through that and says, I'm still going to stand strong. I'm still going to be here and be transparent and show you the ugly, but also show you the grace through it. She has a new book on boundaries, and I'm psyched for that one. <laughs> I need that <laughs> that's, book. That's, that's my word. You just read it and take notes and then give it yeah. to me. Do you want me to read it to you? Just give us yes. the, the, the footnotes. <laughs> We're I'll just call you. We're not we, much into reading. I want oh, to be. Yeah. I want, want to be. Uh, I used to. The thing that squealed me in the microphone is like um, I grew up. Like I was a avid reader. Oh, uh-huh. same. And then it's I cool. hit college, yeah. and then it was like oh, I just okay. like, lost. Yeah. My, I did too. My reading. Thing. I lost well, you, when school. you have little kids too, and all these yeah. things. Like you, I only got back into like reading for fun in the last few years. Okay. Yeah, I think there's still hope for us. Absolutely. It's just gonna be a minute. It's just going to be like, like a, minute, a lot like of a minute. long a lot minute. of minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When your kids start reading is when you start yeah, reading yeah, again. Yeah. I've been reading a lot of Sesame Street. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I read tons of kids' books every single day of my life. But yeah. like, 
uh, like a book for myself, not great. Not a priority. Uh, <laughs> not right now. Um, all right. So a hard question. What are you most proud of about yourself? Mm, that one is hard. Um, you know, I think it's the whole, I like me. I'm weird. I like you too. And I'm awkward. Thank you. I like you. <laughs> I like you. Um, I, I like me. I'm proud of me. I, and this is new. I'm 37 years old and this is new within the past few years. Like somebody, I needed somebody to tell me a long time ago, like your 30s are shit, you know, and it's got to only get better. So, um, I'm just, I'm just really proud that I am who I am. I'm not anymore in a situation where. I feel bad about myself. Well, you know, we all do sometimes. But, like, I just, I didn't have a lot of confidence in high school. I didn't feel like I measured up. And same in college. And that led to a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> I just have gotten to a point where I'm proud of what I've done. I'm proud of what I've built. Not in a way where I, like, want to, you know, shout it from the rooftops. But, like, I can look in the mirror. And if nothing ever changed about me, it'd be pretty good. I just, I'd like, that personal acceptance that's sometimes really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the world we live in. But, you know, um, I'm also really proud that I'm not afraid to offend people anymore. I'm not afraid to step on some toes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kind of like that about me. (laughs) I love it. Stomp Um, all over your toes. Like, I'm not afraid to to kind of argue or or give a different perspective or not not in a way of being, you know, like negative. But, like, what about this? Whereas before I just kind of go with the flow, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's okay to be a little outspoken. And doesn't you don't need people to like you. You just need to be genuine and authentic. Yeah, that might challenge somebody else's perspective. I like that. Well, I mean, we're all messy and we're all full of hard emotions. And you know, like I've harbored a lot of anger and resentment and bitterness this year. This has just been a hard year for our family. And kind of acknowledging that and not feeling like I need to like, oh, don't don't put, don't put that out there, Lauren. Don't let people know that you have hard emotions or that you're mad about something or whatever. But it is what it is. And if we're not transparent. How can other people, like, learn to work through their stuff, too? One of those things that, sorry, Brooke, said last week, that whole everything happens for a reason. I was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me the reason why some yeah. of the things have happened. Yeah. And it's not, you know, I think our people are, people who don't understand the faith that we have come to have um, and don't grasp it because of what they've been through, maybe. It's like, tell me the reason why I lost both of my parents. Exactly. Why did God do that? I'm like, no, no, we forget there's other forces at work in this world. There's evil forces. Sometimes people make really stupid choices and sometimes things just kind of roll into a big ball of messiness. And Mm -hmm. um, do I think that that God intends those things to happen or or says, yeah, sorry, Lauren, you're going to be the one that gets this, 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 and this. Here you go. No. Does he stop it? Also, no. Uh, because he can use it to grow us and learn and, and help others. But yeah, just like stuff like that, like mm-hmm. just kind of really thinking a little more deeply about how these things are. That's kind of a heavy thing too, though. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To not live on the surface anymore. Then you worry about your kids. Sorry, I went deep. No, I was, I'm okay with it. That's, yeah. I'm just, I'm just quiet and listening to you. So I'm like, yeah. I get, but that's why I'm like, I like you. I want to shrink down a little yes. bit because, now, but I won't. Because you are deep. Yes. But, like, you're also a really good time. Not that you can't oh. be deep in a good time, but you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah I Maybe know. that should be what I'm most proud of. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you're a straight shooter. Yeah. <laughs> and that's taken a long time is. for me to learn. Yeah, it really, it. really has. It's I been... just want to argue with you about something. Let's do it. Yeah. Argue about. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to do it on there. <laughs> I will not record it and put it out in the world. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't think I'm argumentative. I just think I'm just like. No, you know what you, you, know what you think. You know what you believe. Here it is. And you're not. Yeah. 
But I'm also open to hearing what other people think. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been plenty of times in my life where I'm like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. That, well, and and that's, that's, but that's not a thing a lot of people do now. You're right. You know, people are right. not, they're not willing they're to not hear. willing to hear out somebody else and they're not willing to admit, you know what, maybe I was wrong and maybe I didn't yes. know as much about that mm-hmm. as I could have known or didn't yeah. see Amen that from somebody else's that. perspective. Yes. So right. we need a little bit more, a lot, growth. a bit more of that actually. Yes. These days. Absolutely. Well, I just, you know, if you guys ever want to get your eyebrows tennis. Let's do it. <laughs> Can we do that and then go to the silent disco? <laughs> okay, yes. But this, I want to do is that the next time day. invite me. This Something will be my amazing. perfect day with Lauren Shelton. Are you ready? Oh, ooh, ready? I want to know. And Jackie okay. can come too. Okay. Right. Thank so, you. Guest star. We're going to go get our eyebrows waxed and <laughs> I tinted. need Manda. Then we're going to go pet some cows. Yeah. We're going to look at the chickens from afar. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you hold one. Nope. Yep. And then we're going to go to the silent disco. That would be my day with Can Lauren. Can we have some food that. in there? Can we also summer? have her like, you know, our patch to tell her some opinion hocus to pocus. someone? Yeah. Yeah. All of those things. That would be a good time. We can invite Brooke too. Yes, oh, oh, I love it. Love yeah. it. Party's on. It's a date. <laughs> it was so good to have you. Oh, oh my so goodness. good to be here. Thank um, you. Love your authenticity. That's a yes. tough word to get out. Mm-hmm. It is a tough and, word. Yeah. And you sharing your faith and you're just, I love that you are who you are and I'm so thankful that you're proud Thank of you. who you are. I yeah. am. Don't apologize for Thank it. you for yeah. thinking I'm somebody to listen to. Mm-hmm. You are. Absolutely. A graceful badass. Graceful yes. badass. <laughs> and she's out. I will <laughs> wear it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys. Lauren's longtime co-worker and friend, Serenity Brantley, told us why she thinks Lauren is an inspiration. Hey, Lauren, I'm so privileged to be able to share the ways that you have inspired me throughout our years together as co-workers and friends. Your receptive nature, compassion for others, and wisdom on marriage and motherhood has molded me into the woman I am today. You've taught me that even at our lowest points, we are still worthy of the Lord's love and the love of others. You've given me the courage to press on through my postpartum depression and anxiety after the birth of each of my girls, guided me through hardships in my marriage, and given me a shoulder to cry on more times than I can count. The standards to which you hold yourself has shown me that I am valuable, capable, and strong. Thank you for your constant support, inspiration, and love. You are a light to all who meet you, and I'm blessed to have you in my corner. 